This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. So, so we've got like two heels going into the Super Bowl, right? So you've got like the LA Rams, who nobody likes because they basically got away with it during the game with the Saints. Oh, and now I see your and, angle. And you've got the Patriots, right? And nobody ever likes the Patriots. So I'm sorry, Jerome, the way likes the Patriots. I like the You like the Patriots, that's fine. <laughs> so, what I propose is that during the championship unveiling, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out and you get the glass shatters and the crowd goes wild with this 100,000 season. <laughs> and he comes out and he gives, he gives Roger Goodell a Stone Cold Stunner. He says, give me hell yeah, Stone Cold Stunner. And Roger Goodell dies. And oh. like we talked, and like we talked, uh, live or die, I don't think Goodell could take a stutter. I don't think he could either. But but you know what he could take? He could take another episode of Headlock Talk. And That's right, and we we're here. Back. That was a fantastic segue. Oh, oh thank you, sir. That was really <laughs> Yes, <long>. we have <laughs> arrived. Headlock Talk, this is episode four. We've had to do some remixing, some repolishing. Yes. Uh, so if you listen to our first episode, we have a retitle of that, the bonus pilot episode. Yes. So go still back, go back in time. Check, check it, it out. out. We yeah. would love to see and hear from you guys and how you think about our pilot episode. But just real quick here, guys, we've got a sponsor here from Mr. Stephen Grudy. That's very true. That's very true. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. Uh, let me just tell you, this is not your grandma's CBD. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, terpene, and cannabinoid-rich, non-isolate-based CBD. That's a huge mouthful. I get it. Uh, but what we're talking about here is the entourage effect. So basically, with this type of CBD, you're going to get a stronger effect because you're combining multiple cannabinoids together as opposed to just CBD. So with this, uh, full-spectrum CBD, or sometimes called CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and lasts longer. Uh, some other brands may use a CBD isolate, which is honestly just really not as good as a CBD distillate, and they'll actually spray them on the gummies as opposed to baking them inside the gummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it kind of can lead to, you know, maybe this gummy not having as much CBD on it as its its brethren or whatever. So how's this different, Steven? So, with this one, with uh, the Naturally Hemp's CBD distillate gummies, uh, the CBD is going to be baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, I personally use them for all kinds of things. Uh, you know, I have a I have hard time sleeping, so definitely use it for sleep aid. Uh, also, I work in a warehouse, so muscle pain and stuff like that. 
Um, they have five flavors that you can choose from. They have strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and an orange flavor that has 80 milligrams of vitamin C in it. Nice. It's delicious. It is. It is it very is delicious. We have very some right delicious. here. Don't know if you can hear this, but that is uh, the, the sound of yeah, gummies. The, the sound of gummies. The, the sound of gummies. The, the sound of pain relief right there. Uh, so head over to your nearest Create a Sick Vape Shop and pick yours up today. To see for yourself the difference naturally hemp gummies can make in your life. Well, uh, and, and of course, back to headlock talk. Some 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 wrestling here, you guys. Uh, I guess what we need to uh, start off the episode with is, um, well, it's a it's a bit of an apology. Um, yes. So yes, it is. Uh, last episode, uh, we were kind of rough on somebody in particular. Um, see, when, when, when we're in the heat of the moment here on this podcast, and, and, and when we were discussing these things as true passionate fans here of wrestling, sometimes we we lose the forest from the trees. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I think that we we took a little bit out on uh, one Mister Lars Sullivan. Mm. Uh, he. His condition is a lot more serious than maybe what we had made it out to be yeah. uh, on, on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, all the best to Lars Sullivan. I hope that we see him sooner rather than later. And, and uh, it's on behalf of everyone here at Edlock Talk that uh, that we wish that for you and that we apologize for anything that uh, that may have uh, offended any. Um, you know, we immediately felt pretty pretty bad about that uh, mm-hmm. after the show closed. Uh, last time so just a quick shout out uh, apologies Lars if you're listening um, and uh, everybody here at Headlock Talk is right behind you and wishing you a speed to recovery yes, um, indeed. yes indeed yes indeed well um, a, a quick plug also because uh, after we recorded the last episode uh, we, uh, we we caught a little bit of NXT Blackpool uh, NXT Takeover okay. UK Blackpool. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody has seen the NXT UK brand. It's pretty fantastic. I, I would is. say I would say it's pretty close to what you would see on a normal uh, North American NXT Takeover mm-hmm. or an NXT uh, uh, show, just in general. Uh, Pete Dunne obviously is, is the champ there. Nice. Uh, I like Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne's fantastic. Pete Dunne um, has some insanely just really unique ring work, I think. Yeah. Uh, in, in the sense that nothing he does is overly... I don't know. Like, he doesn't have a lot of, like, huge, big moments, mm-hmm. but it's just extreme technicality throughout the entire match mm-hmm. as opposed to lots of big moments. And creative spots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He Absolutely. had a lot of creative spots in war games. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there was a great tag match that kicked it off. I know, Steven, you're a big fan of that tag match there. Oh, man. So if you haven't seen it before... Oh, uh, and by the way, there is also a special appearance uh, uh, by somebody who might see uh, main eventing this Royal Rumble uh, mm-hmm. uh, on NXT Blackpool as well. So... No, I won't spoil anything but for you guys, but definitely check it out. Highly recommend it. Again, it's NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool. It's their first TakeOver show for NXT UK. Uh, they came out swinging for the first one. Came out swinging. So mm-hmm. it was it was absolutely uh, fantastic. Very, very well done. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't already subscribed to WWE Network, definitely do so and check that one out because it was top class. Absolutely. Nice. Top Mustache class. Mountain for life. Mustache Mountain. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh, okay. Fantastic tag team, let me tell you. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, and of course, I think we, we, we talked about it a little bit here. We, we kind of remixed the episodes, you guys. Uh, so um, if you listen to this here, 
you know, uh, this is technically episode four now. Correct. Uh, episode number one, uh, we had to do some remixing here. Uh, long story short, we were able to uh, recover uh, what we thought was the lost file for episode one, uh, but we've now remastered it and called it our pilot episode. So mm-hmm. if you were a fan of episode one, or if you haven't checked it out yet and you want to go back and re-listen to it, episode one is now called the pilot episode. It'll be called bonus pilot episode. Mm-hmm. If you're following us on iTunes or Spotify, or YouTube, or Stitcher. So, check us out. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button, you guys. Yeah. Also, as well, I um, wanted to give a shout-out to Freak Van Workum. He's yes. the one that produced our intro beat, and he's also got some credits in the music industry. He did Gunsmoke on 21 Savage's number one album, I Am Greater Than I Was, and also, he did um, recently, well, in his history, he's worked with Tech 9 Kid Inc., B.O.B., 2 Chains. So I definitely want to give a shout out to him. Yes, definitely. Thank you for <clears> that. <throat> and uh, thank you for all the fine music you produce. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Well, guys, obviously, we're here this week to do some coverage of a big weekend that's coming up here, Royal Rumble weekend, live from Chase Field uh, for the Royal Rumble. Uh, WWE is touting this as uh, 40,000 people in attendance for this match. And they're they're really trying to hammer that home, too. Uh, Pretty much, there's like three or four promos uh, in every episode of Raw and and SmackDown and NXT, and every single one mentions 40,000 people. Yep. Yep. Mm, okay. So that's the. I'm sure that's the capacity of it. Whether or not we'll have forty thousand on hand, that's uh, right. debatable. But this will be interesting because I can't recall Royal Rumble that's actually taking place outdoors. Uh, oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah. So this, nice. this will be interesting. Definitely. I, I love outdoor venues. I, I think they're great. I don't know why. I just like them. Daniel Bryan may have also teased something a little bit here. Um, uh, what, what he what he may have mentioned is. Uh, since this is at a baseball stadium, that they might use the dugouts as entranceways. I think that would be something. Ah, That's a good idea. Okay. I think that okay. might be something very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I, I look forward to seeing how they do this exactly at a Faces baseball. Faces come out the right, heels come out the left. Perhaps so. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like so. yeah. It would okay. be it would be interesting. Yeah. It's very, cool. very interesting. Also, there's going to be this new sandwich that they'll have at Chase Field called the Royal Rumble. The, it, this is an abomination of it, a meal. It looks I mean, disgusting, <laughs> really. It, it really does. See, here's the... It's an he, 18 ounce pork bratwurst yes uh this sandwich is nuts i don't know where to start with it we're not going to spend time on the sandwich because it doesn't mean anything just google royal rumble sandwich um it's the first thing that comes up and it's uh just take a look at that catastrophe of a sandwich and leave it in our youtube comments what you think of it yeah just try and eat try and save the sandwich if you're if you're gonna go to the show if you buy the sandwich, just wait until after the Royal Rumble to have the sandwich. I don't, I don't necessarily need to have <laughs> half the crowd leaving in the middle because they have a giant gut bomb going off. Right, there, right. And then, then you can't enjoy the show. Yeah. That's really kind of lame, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, uh, just real quick here too, guys, before we go into covering what's coming up this weekend, I know we've got it. We're going to cover also the NXT Takeover Phoenix card, which mm-hmm. is looking the bomb diggity. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it, you guys. I, both both shows are going to be great. Yeah. I think yeah. I think if there's ever an occasion for WWE to have have one of their shows outshine Takeover once, uh, you know, for for once. Uh, this would be the time to do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we were, we were talking about this a little bit ago. It, it's a really, really nice feeling 
to be just as excited for a main roster card as as I am for an NXT card. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a very long time mm-hmm. si- since this has been a thing, but finally with uh, you know the last few weeks of Raw and SmackDown and the Royal Rumble card and everything, I really think that the writers are starting to get their feet underneath them yep. and really putting out some really nice matches and really good storylines and... I'm pumped for Royal Rumble, and nice. I haven't been pumped for a main roster card in a while, so I'm mm. excited. Yeah, bo- both shows are stacked, man. Both mm. shows are stacked, and that's no 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 shakes to the NXT card, because we're going to get down dirty into that one here in just a moment, and that one's going to be fantastic oh, yeah. as well. Um, but to kind of uh, uh, take us back to last episode, we were talking a whole lot about AEW. Maybe, yes. maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you haven't, but maybe you should. And you will now. You will. You will now. You will. So there's been a lot of rumor going around, you guys, right now. Uh, and, and this happens whenever a new promotion springs up, especially if you're going to have the kind of backing like AEW plans on having. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of talent that is in WWE that might feel discouraged or disgruntled that might want to uh, make that step over here. So in our recurring segment, A Brief Debriefing with Tanner, uh, we're going to cover here right now the top five WWE acts likely to go to AEW after a while, after a while, we yeah. can, we won't. We Not can't necessarily a time frame specifically, yeah, but uh, at some point, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking on my list. Oh, okay. You got you got a list. Here. I got to go with, and and we you know we we shared in the text, um, you know a few of our opinions. Uh huh. But I've got to go with starting off to make things a little interesting. You're gonna go with gold dust, right? That was close. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, Jinder Mahal. Ah, Jinder. Okay. okay. So, so what? What? Uh, so you just want to see like Jinder come up in AEW, or do you think he's got like some kind of disgruntled? Uh, I just vibe to him. My vision for AEW, best case scenario, is that old school WCW anybody that's facing bad booking mm-hmm. or feel their booking has been unfair hey Is there's there, a place for you everybody's yeah. got a shot I guess right yeah Well, so what, what I'm looking at right here um, <clears throat> for, for a large part of this and I, and I will plug a few names real quick as notable uh, mentions or notable omissions, rather, from this list here, for one reason or another. I mean, I've heard people clamor for guys like AJ Styles and Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan. Which, none of these names are necessarily completely off the table. Right. However, if you've been watching WWE for the past, uh, you know, several years, these guys are huge. Plus, all those names... Would get paid, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it became a bidding war, right? Vince 100%. would. Well, and I'm about to get onto that here in just a moment. Uh, Vince would be absolutely insane to let any of those names go. Facts. By the way, I mean, obviously, you might want to tear it a little bit here. Obviously, he might have preference for guys like AJ or Daniel Bryan over maybe somebody like Samoa Joe, for example. Nothing against Joe. Joe could probably tear it down at AEW mm-hmm. or yeah. WWE if given the chance. But as of right now, um, what Vince, rumor has it, Vince has a policy right now where they have a policy going around backstage where um, if you can prove that you have a concrete offer made, if you can provide evidence that you have a concrete offer made from another company, WWE would automatically double it. 
Wow. Double that offer. Interesting. Yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's the rumor going around. That's, that's big words. That's, that's a, um, that, that's, that's big right there. That lets yeah, me know that, Vince might be a little concerned. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 we, was, that was, that was, we're not at the point of scared, but I, I heard might that, be a little concerned. I, I heard that reported on the Solid Monster podcast. If you haven't listened to Solid Monster, he's pretty awesome too. He does a lot of really good in depth coverage for these kind of things as well. That's where I've heard it from. Um, again, He's probably got maybe a little bit more insight insight into this than I do, perhaps, or maybe he's got a source uh, that that he maybe want to share with it uh, again. But that's that's what I've heard. Uh, so if that's the case, then the, then it is a, a bidding war, a, a money war here. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess to, to kind of start listing off some names here, uh, I'm going to kind of go with some obvious ones, and I'm going to give you kind of a, a ten out of ten scale here as to okay. uh, ten for ten scales to who I think would most likely be going or not. Mm-hmm. So to start off here, uh, probably the most obvious, the most conceivable one I can think of is the Revival. Uh, the, the Re- Revival's a great tag team. If you followed them in NXT, they were fantastic. They've kind of known for um, uh, the gimmick of not having a gimmick. They're just really old school, tough guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just beat you up. <clears throat> uh, but they, their booking since hitting the main card has been kind of so-so. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that on a recent episode of Raw, um, after one of their matches, they did ask for their release. They voiced their displeasure. Mm-hmm. Over the current state of the tag division, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean, they already sound like they have one and a half feet out the door, or in their case, maybe three feet out the door, since mm-hmm. there's two of them. Yeah, but they actually have this social media rivalry going back with the Young Bucks, uh, way, way back. Uh, that's how, like, when you see the, tr- the on the revivals trunks hashtag FTR, mm-hmm. you can imagine what. F stands for, and then uh, TR, the Revival. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fans of. Uh, there you go. Fans of the Revival, J-Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. No, but uh, that's something the Young Bucks came up with. They've been brewing the storyline, and I think that if they made it to AEW, they could literally have a main event tag team match with the Young Bucks that could go half an hour to 40 minutes, and it would be entertaining all the way through. The promos would be great. Mm-hmm. It would be just be fantastic. So on a 10 scale, the likeliness of the Revival coming up to AEW, I'm actually going to give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know when their contract expires. I don't know. I, I, I think WWE would be foolish at this point to let anybody just go. Mm. Yeah, uh, sure. But, but uh, uh, when the time comes, AEW will be the next destination for the revi- for the revival. I can guarantee you yeah. that right now. Yeah, one, one of the only uh, matches that that I've actually seen with the revival because uh, again I'm just sort of kind of getting back back yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the only matches I've seen with them was a lucha house party match. Yeah, and uh, let me let me just say. Lucha House Party is the worst thing that has happened to WWE in a while. So you can understand their discontent. So, so I can understand um, yeah. their discontent yes. because I uh, I would be kind of at that point after that match as well, uh, just to be kind of thrown out there as as a you know as a joke yeah. almost. You yeah. know, the, the, these guys are very talented, and, yeah. and you're putting them in a match just to kind of make people laugh, and it's like that's kind of uh, it's kind of not cool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what I was, what I was going to say was, um, you know, could Vince be in a position where he just has too much talent? Absolutely. I think AEW is going to test the limits of that because, you know, look at what, you know, Cody's done. He's a mogul. Yeah. If not... You know, already he's definitely a future mogul. Yeah, and they had him as 
mother bleeping stardust and said, nope, this is what the people love. This is what we see you as. Cody's really And no more. It's insane. Cody's really following his father's footsteps here. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like, if you know of Dusty Rhodes before he went to WWE, and Mm -hmm. like when he was in the NWA and booking for other territories, yeah, he was... uh, Fantastic at making sure that uh, it was business first. And, yeah, and mm. and, and uh, he he cuts a great promo. Mm. Cody's just like 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 a carbon copy of his father. It's, yeah. it's mm. kind of it's it's very impressive actually. Mm. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways. But uh, uh, going off your point, J. Raw, with uh, you know Vince possibly running into a problem with too much talent. I've been uh, I've been saying this to both of y'all for a while. I think WWE's roster is too big. They, mm. they don't have enough space for the amount of talent that they have. Yeah. And not everyone is going to be the big guy. Or, but I'll or be honest. Like I like what they do with, with Samoa Joe. Mm. If I'm a top-level talent, like you said with Lucha House Party, mm. I'd rather be shelved and bring me out for something than rolled out, you know, possibly looking like a jobber right. or a BS storyline. Mm-hmm. Speaking Samoa of the- Joe is shelved until he's rolled out for something. Right. You know, so that's we're good. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. But speaking of being shelved, on to our next person on the list here, mm-hmm. likely this to, to get uh, Elf on the shelf moved no. over <laughs> here to AEW after the end of his contract, perhaps. Uh, one Mr. Dolph Ziggler. Now I know oh, that is that's it's an interesting shelf. one. That's an interesting one. Shelf now, life. Now, Stephen, I know you're not a big fan of the Ziggles. So what? So my problem with Mr. Ziggles Uh-oh. is whoa, whoa, you turn. He just has the most. Uh, I don't even know the word. He, he's just very snarky. Okay, and, what? and you, you know him from you know him from Heel Ziggler. I do. Heel okay. Ziggler's pretty cool. He's a no, pretty no. guy. Okay, and and I will say I don't have a lot of experience with with yeah. uh, Face Ziggler, but but Heel Ziggler, yeah. I'm not about it, and okay. and I'm I'm definitely not about it. That being said, though, that just makes him a good heel, though. Sometimes, yes, a hundred percent. That's right. what I'm thinking. And, and that being said, though. No one can deny Dolph Ziggler's very talented, yeah. and he can cut a promo for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, based on what. I know Dolph Ziggler as mm-hmm. not really for me, but with him going to, mm, mm, sorry, allegedly possibly going to AEW, <laughs> uh, and I, I think they could with, with an actual writing team that really wants to push him. Right, he could actually do very very well there. Well, and that's what I was about to touch on is I think that you know him primarily because he's a WWE guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only really known him out of out of WWE. So it would be very interesting to see what the, well, what the flip of, flip of well, the script looks like mm-hmm. if he's booked by another promotion because well, he, he yeah. is currently inconsistently booked. I well, think also, yeah. yeah. Well, what I would say is also in the last what is it fair to say in the last five to seven years not putting someone over? I mean, that, that's yeah. been his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For he makes, God he knows makes, how long he makes other people look good. I mean, the yeah. last great yeah. moment that I remember from Dolph Ziggler. Well, I, mean, I can't say that it's the last great moment. He had a really good tag match. Uh, not tag match. Uh, he's had really good matches with Seth Rollins a lot. He's had, yeah, I mean, he had, he's, had a pretty good yeah. t- uh, cage match with Drew McIntyre recently. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, when I think of Dolph Ziggler, oh, yeah, right. I think of a few years back at Survivor Series where he was the last man on, on Team Cena and Seth Rollins was the last guy on Team Raw, on Team Authority. 
before Steam came out and, and debuted. Mm-hmm. That's how I remember Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Dolph, Dolph was an Iron Man in that match, and it, and it, he put on a really great match and really made you believe that that he could beat you know three guys by himself. Yeah. And he and it turned out that he did. That, that was, was a good one. I that, remember that, that was a great Dolph Ziggler moment. So I mean, I think of things like that, and I think of okay, AEW has potential to really take advantage of this. Yeah. If, if you can rewind, if you guys are uh, fans of an older persuasion, you might remember the the first WCW Nitro show where none other than Lex Luger came out after working with WWE the day before at the WWE event. He came out on Nitro the very next night to work for WCW. So this could be a similar kind of event where we yeah. have a big major name that I like actually that. jumps ship from WWE. Uh, to AEW, I think it's definitely a possibility. It's just a matter of when does Dolph's contract run out, mm-hmm. and does Vince actually do something about it? Right. Yeah. Okay. So on the ten for ten on, on the ten scale here, I'm actually going to give this about a seven out of ten. I do believe in this whole dynamic of a WWE guy jumping ship, making an impact, like uh, like we mentioned with Lex Luger uh, back with WCW, or even Christian when he moved from TNA or moved to TNA from WWE, or even Kurt Angle yeah. when he did the same thing. Right. Right. I, I think it would have that kind of level of impact. Yeah, I can definitely or, agree with that for sure. Bret Hart before Goldberg. Gave him a concussion. True. That's just true, too. A lot of people thought that Bret Hart was going to be the death knell of WWE when he left after the Montreal Screwjob. That was very... It would have been possible, but that... You know, I, I feel like that's part Goldberg of... Goldberg put him out of there. Yeah, I, I think that's part of WCW's downfall, ultimately. And I think I would love for us to have an episode about the Montreal Screwjob one day yeah. and the ultimate ramifications of what happened. Mm. We could probably go on for days about how that affected business, but yeah. uh, nonetheless... Um, I think it would have that level of impact. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one on the list here, uh, another act here, Mike and Maria Kanellis. Um, so there's a lot of different issues here, and I know this one has been one that circulated a lot because it kind of came out on social media, had a little bit of social media involvement, rather. Um, they've had multiple different uh, issues since coming to WWE. They haven't really been booked uh, uh, even very strongly until those issues came to fruition. Part of that mm-hmm. is Mike Kanellis had to go uh, into a stint for rehab for prescription jo- drugs, I believe, here, which mm-hmm. is good. It's, it's good to take care of yourself and to, to be clean if you have these issues. Yeah. I believe at the same time uh, his wife Maria uh, became pregnant. So um, it's probably best if you have those kind of issues, especially if you're going to be bringing a child into the world, you should go and get yourself cleaned up. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, however, you know they, they keep making the, the rounds because uh, for this rumor because they're just not on TV like at all. Um, so uh, there was a, a lot of publicity about oh did Mike and Maria Canales re- request their releases from WWE? I mean, there's a lot of places that you can look. Like J. Raw just pulled it up on ComicBook.com. Uh, yeah. you know, there's an article about that from when was this? Uh, last the, week. Last week. So the 16th. I know that Maria came out on, I want to say, Facebook or Twitter saying that she did not request her uh, release and that she's happy with WWE and this, that, and the other. I mean... Which is what you say when you request your release. Exactly. When there's smoke, there's fire in a lot of these cases. The thing that, I guess, keeps me from saying it's an automatic go is... Uh, it seems like they have a lot stronger of a relationship with Ring of Honor 
than what they would with any of the guys over at AEW, because that's how that's where they got established was in Ring of Honor. So on a ten scale, I'm giving this a three out of ten likeliness. I mean, it's definitely a possibility that they could go to AEW someday, uh, but it, it's far more likely that they would end up going to Ring of Honor if they ever did get released or uh, when their contract expires. So, so likely to go, but not there. Uh, I mean, there. I would say it's. I mean, is this likely that we may not see them in WWE uh, anytime soon? Or if they were to show up on another wrestling program, I would say it's much more likely Ring of Honor than it would be AEW. But of course, there's always a chance that maybe they don't get it over into Ring of Honor. Maybe Ring of Honor doesn't want them, and they come over to AEW because AEW wants to have more established talent, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Something just came to mind, yeah. and I want you guys to think about it. Okay. Long gameplay for AEW. Yeah. Signing a disgruntled, poorly booked, after maybe a year or two of being well booked, Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's possible. Um, I mean, obviously... I'm saying not now, but I'm saying... I mean, Bray, Bray would be an established guy. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that they Definitely. wouldn't they wouldn't turn him down. No, I'm if, saying a steal. That would have to. That would be a steal. That wouldn't uh, be. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking a steal. I mean, it depends on what kind of money he would ask for. You know, I, I yeah. Think, I, I mean, I don't know what their budget's going to look like because I know they're going to try and sign up as much young, fresh talent as, as there's possible. Bray Wyatt seems to me to have a bit of a gimmick where it's up. It's very WWE centric, where it's like this is this is a character, you know, yeah. Where it's a lot of like, I mean, I, I don't really know of a time that Bray Wyatt was ever in anything outside of a WWE promoted territory. You know yeah. What I mean? So it'd be interesting um, whether or not that could just happen. a thought. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Big he, game signing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he and Cody know each other. You know, I'm sure that uh, it would probably appeal to Bray if uh, there was ever a date where he wasn't in WWE. But to my knowledge, I don't think that he's ever had a reason to leave. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it would be kind of cool to see a talent like Bray Wyatt yeah. uh, with maybe some different writing, you know? Absolutely. Because, um, like you said, with Bray Wyatt, he's a, a very WWE-centric yeah. uh, talent. Yeah. And, and the character that he has, that, uh, or I guess that they have formed, he has formed, they, they've kind of uh, worked together on, yeah. is very WWE-centric. But seeing a talent like that with different writers could be interesting. Right. Just like with the Dolph Ziggler situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next on the list that... I did just want to say real quick, yeah. uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis, when, when you mentioned that, that they're not on TV... Yeah, uh, that would make sense because I have no idea who these people are. Oh, yeah. So, well, um, uh, that, that's unfortunate sorry, for both me and them. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're talented and, and all that stuff. It, it might just be another situation of uh, of WWE showing some really nice talent. I just I, well, I and, seen and, them before. and like I said, there's a lot of other issues. Like he just he's just done rehab. He's gotten himself clean. Right, right. Maria's been pregnant. So, you know, I mean, like I said, that's a lot A lot can happen and you know, uh, in a very short span of time. Yeah. Um, swiftly along here, because we definitely want to get into this NXT card real quick, I'm going to run down the last two on the list, and I think that these are both very intriguing uh, options here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, we've got Sasha Banks and Bayley. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So now, Sasha Banks, in a kind of a related fashion to uh, the revival, I think there was some discussions between one of the members of the revival and Sasha Banks during a show, and they were, and, and there was kind of discussions of going elsewhere. And Sasha made uh, kind of a, an interesting tweet of, of "Take me with you." Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I think that might be partly why she's in this match with Ronda this weekend mm-hmm. is they mm-hmm. want to make sure that she's well taken care of, yeah, um, yeah for and, sure, and that she's she's uh, told how important she is to WWE. She is one of the four horsewomen, and I'm a big fan of Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, she's kind of had the same kind of start stop booking uh, that a lot of these other people on the list have had. Um, part of it here to me, uh, you have. Uh, kind of a, a duality here. Um, you have Charlotte, who she, who Sasha was rivaling for a long time. Mm-hmm. On one hand, you have Sasha on the other. So Charlotte, she te- tends to get like these long reigns, and she's pushed as the big uh, top star for the mm-hmm. women's division. She's going to be pushed probably for a long, long time as the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Right, right. Yeah. But Sasha being her main rival for a long stretch of that, every time Sasha's touched the title... Her reign hasn't lasted but one defense. One defense. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, for someone of Sasha Banks' talent, and of course, I'm a bit biased, I think that that's total bull. Like, that's, yeah. just, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I think that you should, like, years ago, you should have been pushing Sasha harder than what you were now. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. And uh, Sasha's one of those wrestlers that always confused me with her booking and, mm-hmm. and everything like that because uh, you can see it now with, with uh, her match against Ronda coming mm-hmm. up. Where um, they'll kind of just shelve her very, for a very long time and not really do too much with her, yep. and then out of nowhere, she's the most important person on the yep. roster. Yep. And then, like right now, like right now, and then this match happens, and then she gets shelved again, and then it kind of happens again, and it's just like if you if you really want to push the storyline of you know she's the baddest on the roster, yeah. Why aren't you? Uh, why aren't you booking her in, in important yep. matches? You know, That's right. it, it always just confused me about her. Well, and, and the same thing. She has the talent. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the same thing kind of happens with Bailey too. Bailey's kind of been treated similarly with the start-stop booking. And, yeah. And I think what AEW's real appeal for Sasha and Bailey would be, um, they really need established talent for the women's division. I know there's a lot of yeah. women's indie talent right now, mm-hmm. but you know, to have uh, two top acts like Sasha and Bailey come in. I mean that you could keep them together like they are right now, where they're the best friends, or you could have them feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really whatever you want to do, but I think that those would be two really great uh, uh, talents to have if you're AEW. Yeah. WWE will most likely put the women's tag titles on them at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would say they're almost a shoe in to win the first ever women's tag team yeah. titles at Elimination yeah. Chamber next month. Quick plug for that belt. Yeah, those belts look sick. Those are some pretty belts. Those are super pretty. The women's tag belts are sweet. They are super, super nice. Super yeah. sweet. And, uh, yeah, go- going off what you said uh, with them, you know, possibly being able to either stay together and do that or, uh, you know, feud or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, Bailey is incredibly talented. Absolutely. And, and even more so to the degree where Sasha Banks has a very stop-start booking. Yep. Uh I feel like Bailey doesn't barely has any booking at all whatsoever, yeah. and she has a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Bailey is another one, and it's kind of interesting that we put them obviously in the same category because it's very similar, very very similar, very similar situations. situations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and they're great. Right. And they're great as a tag team. We they saw are. that on Monday. They had they a great tag match against Natalia and Ronda Rousey. They came out victorious. Mm-hmm. Congrats, girls. That was one thing I'll say though to yeah. be. 
<clears throat> I don't want to be, but to be a little contrarian uh-huh. is, and I can see what you how you guys feel about this, but I've always felt like with those two in particular, mm. they're not very balanced in the sense that they are phenomenal ring workers, mm. but they can't cut a promo better than uh, Charlotte oh, no. or Becky. Mm-hmm. And I just well, but, can't Charlotte, say, but Charlotte and Becky are great, really great promos for their division. Like that's probably right. like one and two. Yeah, uh, yeah, on the roster now. I like I like Char- uh, Sasha's promos. I like the, I like them pretty good. Um, Bailey's, I mean, Bailey's has not had as many talking points. Maybe that is something that, like you said, that she yeah. can up her game on a bit. Yeah. Well, she also really hasn't been given a lot of opportunities for that either. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and the flip side that we keep coming back to is. All these people are scripted, right? So it's it's not only about how they deliver it, but it's also, hey, what kind of lines are they being given here? Like, what yeah. kind of direction are they being given to actually really bring out their talents? We may not know what the real Sasha or Bailey or Dolph Ziggler or whoever really is right now yeah. because they're all being written like story characters. Because right. Jericho is a beast, but that writing for him in New Japan... Well, that's it's all some him. of the best. That's that, all him. Yeah, just. I mean, even a lot of his WWE yeah. stuff, Vince trusted him yeah. because he knows, like, yeah, Jericho's like the best in the mic in the business. But it's just that out. that freedom to just be. Yeah. I'm talking about darker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just you know he was great in WWE. I mean, he's Fantastic. great. Period. But I'm just saying that one year run that ended with the the fight with Kenny Omega. Yep. That was some. That was epic. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So I'm just saying, you're. I see what you're. I get what you're saying there. Yeah. You know, when there's a, you know, maybe a, I liken it to football where, you know, maybe you just need a different voice. Like the team needs like a different Stone coach. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> coming out of nowhere, kicking Tom Brady in the nads. Giving a Stone and stunning them. Giving a Luthes press and just bop, 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 bop. Yes. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. I think I would cry if that happened at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think I would cry. He just, I, he just, I would mark he just gets so on Tom hard. Brady's face would, and just middle fingers, I would middle fingers, up and down on my couch, like and talks trash. That's how. That's how joyous that would be. Double birds. Just, just uh, to, to round out this top five list real quick here, because I know everybody's patiently waiting yeah. this NXT card rundown. But uh, uh, last on my list I have here is an interesting choice. I've, I've actually, I'm, I'm actually going to make it two. Because I, I just thought of one uh, other okay. one that could really work out too. Um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura um, would would be my the, would be another one that I really could see happening. Uh, he's got a similar situation to Chris Jericho, where he could be a big addition, uh, like a big international talent yeah. for stateside. And if AEW does pull off this partnership in uh, with New Japan, he's got appeal there as well because obviously there's. There's all that connection and history there, mm-hmm. um, so and and he can appeal as either a beloved babyface like how he was when he came up through NXT and when he was initially on the main roster, or I mean you could even have him as a unstoppable psychopath heel like you know but actually book him that way and not just like this smarmy artist kind of guy who WWE have him booked as right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, his current deal ends in February. Uh, uh, and, oh, but, nice. But he'll, here's the deal. He and his family have no intention of moving back to Japan on any full-time basis. So that kind of poo-poos the, uh, the NXT, not the NXT, but the New Japan rumors that have been circling, okay. circling around him. Mm-hmm. However, interesting fact, he and his family reside in Florida. 
guess who else's home base is in Florida? Uh oh. AEW is based out of Jacksonville. That's yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Khan. So, Mr. Khan, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this could potentially make uh, more sense for AEW, and then they would have so much that they could book him with. Mm-hmm. I mean, creatively, I, I wrote down some dream matches here. Uh, he could have dream matches against, against Cody. Cody would be a fantastic match between him and Nakamura. There'd be a lot of uh, charisma in that ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nakamura versus Jericho. That would be something else too, especially if you want to have one of these new New Age Jericho garbage matches, where yeah. it's just like. Just difficult, painful spots watching, you know, uh-huh. where you never feel comfortable watching them, but it's happening in front of your face. Yes. And uh, I would, I'd like to see Nakamura and Kenny Omega. That would be. Oh. I mean, that would be a match. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag. He I mean, triggers around. I mean, it's, it's, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's absolutely most likely Kenny Omega is going to AEW, and, and that's just flat out it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, I, I think that they'll, they'll probably position it to where they can try and work out a deal with New Japan because Kenny is going there, and I think New Japan doesn't want to lose Kenny. Yeah. But this is certainly something that I see happening, uh, is him angling AEW with the intent of leveraging with New Japan for there to forge a partnership. Can uh, I just see yeah, how like, excited I am for AEW oh, before we move on? This is... It's like Christmas. I mean, that, it's I'm yeah. So I haven't honestly. I haven't had this type of anticipatory feeling for wrestling since probably when I was a kid yeah. during the uh, thank you during, during the, Monday the, the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way, man. You you had to watch. Yeah, absolutely feel the same know? way. You have to watch because you never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is the beautiful thing about wrestling. Yeah, and AEW coming out. Uh, especially right now in the time frame and, and well, you know what's currently going on with WWE, yep. it's just really interesting because with uh, you know the raw ratings kind of go, going downhill and everyone kind of just uh, giving a lot of thumbs down to WWE recently. Yeah, uh, we we said this on the on the last episode. Better competition breeds better competition. Yeah. And so with AEW coming out, we're going to have a really really solid roster with some really nice matches. But because they are doing such really nice matches, WWE is going to have to step it up as well. Yep. And so we're honestly 2019 and, and 2020 are going to be some of the best years for, for American wrestling. Yes. So, and speaking of some of the best American wrestling, let's move right along to the moment everybody's been patiently waiting for. Let's Ooh. let's run down these cards here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start with NXT TakeOver Phoenix and Good golly, this is a stacked card. Oh, yes. man. So, um, they'll probably be starting off the card here with uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. If that sounds familiar, it's because it is. Because we saw this at NXT TakeOver War Games as an impromptu match. Uh-huh. Uh, now, they've been feuding since then. Matt Riddle obviously KO Cassius Ono uh, within seven seconds at NXT TakeOver War yes. Games. Yes, very uh, Running big knee. I expect this to be a pretty brutal matchup that yes. really does highlight and accentuate just how good Matt Riddle is. Mm-hmm. Cassius Ono is really good as this kind of uh, coach mentor role where he's he's helping uh, guys come off of the indie circuit and, and really bringing them into the nice. fold. So I really do expect this to be a pretty solid opener. Um, you know, if if nothing largely, um, you know, uh, you know, pretty pretty remarkable. I think I think I think Matt Riddle will really showcase himself very nicely here. Yeah, I think this will be one of the one of the examples uh, that we'll look back to with with Matt Riddle yeah. and uh, and be like, this was one of the turning points. Um, I'm really 
really excited to see what they do with Matt Riddle and, and where he goes from here. Obviously very talented and has a, a lot of background in UFC yeah. and, and everything like that. It looks really fun. It looks very, very fun. Mm. Um, so uh, that's going to be a great opener to have. We've also got Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair uh, in a singles match for the uh, women's championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Steven's not the biggest fan in the world of Shayna Baszler. I'm, I'm not not a fan. I, uh, I'm just not a fan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm very so-so about Shayna yeah. Baszler. Well, and, and and I mean, for that matter here, too, um, I haven't seen a whole lot of Bianca Belair. I'll mm-hmm. be completely honest with you. But from what I've heard, she's amazingly talented in the ring. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what she and, can and do. And Shayna Baszler's no slouch either. So, Shayna so Baszler's this would definitely be a good one. I like Baszler. Yeah, Shayna Baszler isn't, isn't anything um, uh, if not for a... a Workhorse that will 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 get you through a match. Yeah, so yeah. I I really appreciate a lot of her work uh, as well. Um, Undisputed Era uh, uh, defending the tag championships. That's Kylo Kylo Riley and Roderick Strong mm-hmm. against the War Raiders Hanson and Rowe. Um, this has been going on for a while. I mean, you can you can go back even before NXT War Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rivalry between these two teams. Yeah, I I. Uh... <laughs> It's kind of funny with, with Undisputed Era. It's uh, the same thing, the same situation as uh, Adam Cole, and obviously he's in Undisputed Era. But right. I don't want to like them. But they're so wonderful. But they're all so great on the mic and so great in the ring. They're such a good team, too. They, they are a really, right. really good team, especially some of the spots that they that they can pull off in, yeah. in tag team matches. It's just some really, really solid ring work and really solid teamwork. See, what's crazy is. So, the initial Undisputed Era tag team was Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. and I really, really liked them because they kind of uh, they they were part of a, a team before that was in New Japan and Ring of Honor called Red Dragon. Gotcha. Okay. And Red Dragon was awesome. Mm-hmm. And so when they came together and they were with um, Adam Cole, baby, baby. Um, uh, I was like, oh man, this is going to be crazy. This is yeah. going to be a sick team to have together. you know. And then when Roderick Strong was brought into the fold, I thought that was even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, there's something about them that's taken that notch that him and that Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish had to take it to another level oh, yeah. up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There's just it, it, this, it's like a completely different tag team that runs even better. Um, one, one of the best groups or or, uh, or tag teams or whatever you want to call them in WWE right now, whether that be main roster or NXT, mm-hmm. is an insanely talented group of guys. Very yeah. much so. Um, and I, I, War Raiders. War Raiders oh, as well. Yeah. Very, very good. They're very hard-hitting, smash-mouth guys. Mm-hmm. Th- these are two really good tag teams it's right now. crazy spots in War Games. Crazy spots. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, this will be an interesting match because... I think something uh, that's a bit of a motif right now is that the Undisputed Era keep finding ways to keep a hold of their titles. Now, um, WrestleMania weekend's coming up here uh, probably faster than we even realize it. Um, I would say that Undisputed Era is most likely going to retain the titles here. Yeah, um, I don't see any reason to take them off. So, somehow, some way, whether that's interference by Adam Cole and Bobby Fish, baby, I, I, baby. Bobby Fish, baby. No, Adam Cole, baby. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I didn't know if we're doing another Bobby Fish thing. No, no, yeah, no. Okay, 
<laughs> cool. Um, no, but I mean, I, I think they're going to try and wheel them the, their way out of this match here. Um, I, I think it'll be a beat down. I think the, obviously the undisputed will get some offense in, mm-hmm. but they'll they'll find a way to weasel themselves out of the uh, out out of the match with the titles, uh, much to the chagrin of uh, the War Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet for the North American Championship. There's not much that you can say about this match other than it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, it, it's to me, it's got echoes of the Kota Ibushi and Will Osprey match. Absolutely, that, that, goodness. That that level of of say of talent. word. Yeah, that that level of talent that's going to be in that ring at the same time. Ricochet is great. I, I mean, let's take a, a, a poll here, the three of us. Raise your hands if you're a fan of Ricochet. Love Ricochet. All right, three of us. All right, so so yes, if you're listening, all three of us raise our hands. Yes. Raise your hands if you like what Johnny Gargano brings to the table. Like Gargano. That's all three of us. Yep. This is this is a this can be. Oh, I can't even. I'm touching my face because I can't even. This is a yes please match. Let let me just put it that way. Both of these guys are insanely talented. They. They're just going to do a great job. I, I really can't wait. The, yeah. And the storytelling leading up to this match has been great, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially with kind of like the foreshadowing of how that makes up with the main event as well. You know, because, you know, Ciampa ties in and so does Aleister Black to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, this is just going to be great. And, I mean, here's the tricky part. Mm-hmm. Who wins this match? I, 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 want, I want arguments for both. See, that that is a, a really, really tricky scenario because if Ricochet does retain, which, uh, let me just put this out of the way, I think Ricochet will retain. Okay. Um, but it, if Ricochet does retain, it great for Ricochet, but it does kind of put Johnny in an interesting situation just because he's not winning enough at this point to really be over. Uh, but they're also pushing him as a heel right now, so it's kind of strange. Right. Um, I, I do think Ricochet's going to win, but I don't know where that leaves Johnny if he does. Right. You know? I, and, and, and I've done a lot of thinking about this to myself. If Johnny does lose the match, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Uh, because Johnny... Uh, I mean, historically, Johnny Gargano does not have a, a winning record at takeovers right now. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. But that's that might speak to the degree of how good he is because he, you know, he, he helps put other people over. Yeah, and he might not win the matches, but he finds his way into the into the main events. You know, yeah. He finds he finds his way into producing great matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ricochet is kind of one of those guys who always seems to find a way to perform on the big stage, mm-hmm. just like Gargano does. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're going to really mix well with each other. They're going to really bring out the best of that, that each other has. Mm-hmm. If Gargano loses, the way that I could see it happening is he continues doing this dynamic here with Ciampa. Yeah, and we'll keep seeing small DIY teases here and there. Steven really wants this DIY thing to happen. Uh, if heel DIY becomes a thing, yeah, that will be the single greatest moment in wrestling for me. Yeah, done. Yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with you. I mean, it, it would certainly be great, um, but I, I think that that would just have a little bit more to where, where maybe go, maybe Johnny feels like he has to depend on Champa more. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has to keep leaning on Champa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe someday, you know, he finally realizes that Champa is just using him. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, what uh, uh, Johnny's wife kind of was there for in the last episode of NXT mm-hmm. where she was like, no, Johnny, we're not doing this again. Right, right. You know, like, hey, you got to stop. So something's got to wake up Johnny at some point to realize, I have to go after him. Well, see, see now, I'm, now I'm thinking that, uh, it, and the, I don't think this is going to happen, but one way that I think that they could bring uh, Ciampa and Gargano up at the same time as yeah. DIY yeah. would be Gargano to lose this match mm-hmm. and Ciampa to lose his match of, of, of that night and put it on Alistair and have both of them come up as, you know, losers to a certain degree. And, and then uh, you know, what you were saying where Gargano feels like he has to rely on Ciampa and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, that's just a pipe dream. I really want this heel DIY to happen, but I don't think it's going to. <laughs> well, 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 I, I, th- I think the story has been and, and always should have been uh, for Johnny and Ciampa, uh, even from all the way last year at WrestleMania weekend. The story was always going to be, okay, it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And it's going to end next year at WrestleMania weekend. And that's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for us, for us now. Uh, we're going to probably have uh, Ciampa and uh, uh, Alistair, not Alistair Black, but Ciampa and Johnny Gargano uh, at the um, NXT TakeOver for WrestleMania weekend this week uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And it'll be for the title, and it'll be the last encounter between the two of them, mm-hmm. and it'll close the rivalry. And in my opinion, Johnny loses here. So that he wins WrestleMania weekend, so he'll 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 be champion. To have the, the ultimate babyface uh, finally conquer his, his demons, so to speak. Absolutely. Okay. And then yeah. you can call up Champa. Mm-hmm. You can call up Champa to the main roster, preferably SmackDown. Yes. Yeah. I I, I think maybe a heel heel program between Champa heel Champa versus heel Daniel Bryan would Ooh. be something. Ooh, who would have the best smack talk? My heart, yeah. my heart, Tanner. You yeah. can't do this to me. Nobody's leaving that feud without getting stabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. We don't want anybody getting stabbed. No, no, no. no don't no. bring knives to the show. I don't encourage violence like that. But it would be great. It would be a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, wow. so I guess now are we moving on to the uh, main event for this card? Yep. Speaking of Mr. Ciampa, uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black at the uh, for the NXT uh, Heavyweight Championship. Um, so uh, what we're seeing here, uh, it has a great dynamic. Aleister Black has been chasing Ciampa since he lost the title. Yep. Um, so this is and really, Ciampa's been running, and Ciampa's been running, yep. desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he, the longer that he holds the title, it's like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. The longer that he holds the title, the more and more entrapped he becomes. I, I like that insight. I like that insight because they've kind of been almost hinting towards that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he started to call the title Goldie, yeah. and, and he started to do the the clutching uh, of the title as he's walking down to the yep. ring, and he didn't do that originally necessarily. And so uh, they might be showing a little bit of that. Uh, so let me see here. Um, I really enjoy what we're gonna get out of. Um, uh, hold on one second. Yeah, I really enjoy what we're getting out of this feud. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I 
think if I'm going to be a betting man, uh, I would go with uh, uh, Ciampa winning the match. I, I think that he's going to retain here. Uh, and Alistair Black will probably go up to the main roster and replace um, re- re- replace uh, uh, Lars Sullivan's spot right now while, while yep. Lars is kind of wow. in recovery mode. Yep. No, that, that's exactly what, what I thought. Major what, prediction what I there. Think, uh, was going to happen as well. Um, at, at this point, it's it's time to uh, to call up honestly Champa, Black, and Gargano. Uh, but it, but they're going to have to wrap up some storylines before they can get everyone up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all three of these people have put in the time and they've shown and proven that they are able to to do that. Yep. It's definitely time for them to be to be pushed up. So, but you guys think Alistair first in place of Lars? In place of yep. Lars, yes. Because I think wow. there, I think there's a little bit of a gap here where Alistair is. Um, I mean, after this story, he doesn't really have a whole lot that he has to fight for in NXT, to right. me personally. And you got to have somebody who can come up and bridge that gap because they've been promoting Lars Sullivan coming up, and Lars hasn't come up, so that would they need be, to have somebody. And I think, I think again, uh, that would be the best, worst, best booking of all time. If you thought of bringing Alistair Black up in place mm-hmm. of Lars Sullivan. Instead of just bringing the man up initially, right? But it's it's Vince McMahon. It's that's true. That's not true. paying attention to well the uh, uh, the way things are. But 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 I would definitely have um, you know uh, Triple H being in Vince's ear now. I would trust it a little bit more than I would have maybe a year ago. Yeah. Um, Especially after the recent shakeup. Shakeup. Yeah. I would. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I think might happen with Alistair Black here in the future. But uh, as for right now, uh, we'll just kind of kind of have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think that probably now is the time, better than ever, to go ahead and pull the trigger on that one. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely agree with you. Uh, I don't want to be the the agreeing guy, but that that's pretty much <laughs> the uh, my my prediction of this match as well. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's time for all three of them. So now we begin the slow process of finishing up storylines yep. and, and uh, getting everybody where they need to be. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Well, all right. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and turn our attention here to the Royal Rumble card. And uh, uh, J. Rock, I think you said that you have a special guest for tonight's Royal Rumble card predictions. Uh, yes, uh, we have one, Eddie. What is going on? Hey, Eddie, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. How are you guys? I'm oh, doing well, doing well. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Eddie. How long have you been watching wrestling for? And what got you into wrestling? Um, I've been watching wrestling uh, since the old Attitude Era. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved The Rock and Stone Cold. The Rock and Stone Cold. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good pairing that, to, to really enjoy. Uh, you got any sp- particular special memories about the war- the Royal Rumble? Um, let me see. What's a good one? Um, I can't think of uh, one in particular. Okay. Uh, I mean, I always like the Royal Rumble because it's the build up for WrestleMania. That's so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, so. Um, it's good to see, you know, the young talent go out there and show what they got. And, uh, 
you know, it's good. I liked when the the, the Miz won, so he got to uh, main event WrestleMania. That mm. was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a uh, yeah, Miz has uh, definitely got an interesting spot here in uh, in the Wrestle not yes. WrestleMania weekend, yes, Royal Rumble weekend here. Uh, right. <laughs> So we, we've kind of got a couple pre-show matches here that we're going to uh, touch base first, but uh, oh, and yeah. and I wanted to say as well too, Eddie is the guy before you guys that uh-huh. got me to stay up on wrestling. Really? Yeah. Right so, yeah. Definitely. Good, Definitely. Good, good job, Eddie. We well, appreciate Eddie. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, so as as he wants to be Soldier Boy, saying he made me, but you know yes, what I mean. I made. Joel. He's, but <laughs> he's on, he on he, he, my he, show. He dropped and the he first said by secret identity. Unmasked. My name. <laughs> Unmasked. <laughs> hashtag headlock talk. Hashtag coming with Coming with the Draco. <laughs> hashtag Joel. Coming hashtag with the, Joel. Ja- the Draco. <laughs> but yeah. So, so for the pre-show, guys, um, uh, if y'all have been watching the uh, 205 Live or the WWE Cruiserweight Division, Man, there is some good stuff going on there. We've work. Got, uh, yep. Some uh, real work. Buddy Murphy's putting on his title on the line against Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto. Hideo Itami coming back here. He's now in 205 Live. I know him back when he was Kenta uh, in, in Japan. Wow. In Ring of Honor. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Hideo Itami's an amazingly talented guy. Um, yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with today with Tommy here. I think the title changes hands here. Oh, mm. Wow! Okay. Wow! I'm going with Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy's gonna retain. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know too many of these people. Uh, I, I normally <laughs> do not watch 205 Live. I will say though, Buddy Murphy. That is a talented man. That's a so bad man. My prediction is Buddy Murphy retains. Eddie, what do you think, man? Well, um. A lot of people are saying that Buddy Murphy's going to retain, but I really want Hideo Itami, so I'll go with him. My man. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I think it'll be a really good match. Uh, I might have to catch the pre-show just to watch that one. Definitely. Um, we also have Rusev defending the United States Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. Um I personally don't see any reason as to why Rusev needs to drop the title. None. No, didn't he just get it? Yeah. Uh, fairly recently? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason why Shinsuke is in this match. I mean, the the only reason that uh, that I think Rusev would drop it to Shinsuke is if, uh, you know, going back to our AEW talk, if WWE is wanting to... Trying to throw a bone. Yeah, try, trying to give Shinsuke some kind of... Uh, some kind of push just to be like, hey, you're not sitting on the sidelines. We we want you to have a, a good match and everything like but that. But let, let's talk about crappy booking. He was just fighting for the championship. Yeah. And now he's downgraded to the United States Championship against Rusev? Yeah. yeah let's, give, let's give our man Rusev a little bit of credit here. Rusev was probably the most over guy this time last year. Okay. On the whole roster. Okay. okay. And he had his moment of crappy booking where he. <laughs> you guys are all all um, failing to uh, you know remember that he will be wrestling on Rusev Day as well. This is oh, true. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. Eddie, Eddie's here. Yeah. There he is. So so Eddie, in, in honor of Rusev Day, who, who's coming out on top here, man? 
I'm definitely uh, Rusev is gonna retain, and it sucks that this is on the pre-show, but yeah, Rusev. You know, I said the exact same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. What in all of the booking, man? Yeah. Vince. Yeah. Well, Vince, you got Shinsuke on the pre-show fighting for the United States Championship. (laughs) Why am I the only one that's even slightly mad? Well, hold on. With all due respect, you take a look at this match card. Every other match on here is a championship match except for the two Royal Rumble matches. Uh So Uh, if you have to look at the prestige Uh here... Are it's tough to tell oh. the two less prestigious titles that you're going to have to take it in the pre-show, but see that's not even the, the point because I really need to see the bar. My point is, I really need to see the bar. No, it's not about seeing the bar right, here, right. Jay. It's about <laughs> seeing the Miz and Shane McMahon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see, my problem with this I match, can't breathe. it's not even the fact that it's a the United States Championship match on the pre-show. It's the fact that Shinsuke is on the pre-show. Exactly. What is happening right now? In all the love of all the loves. I'm telling you, AEW just around the corner, but <laughs> Yeah, right. And, and if Rusev does retain in this match, which I think all of us believe that he will, yep. uh, I think Shinsuke going to AEW is, is even <laughs> more likely. Hit lock, talk lock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can you can book that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. you can book that above all the crappy bookings. Mm-hmm. I'm giving Vince a hard time. I mean, this the top is just spectacular, but I mean, it's for God's sake. So to the to the main card here, we'll probably end up seeing the start of the WrestleMania main card with exactly that match, the bar. Which is Cesaro and Sheamus versus The Miz and Shane McMahon, hey. the greatest tag team in the world. I don't think anyone work. can sit work. here work, and say though. that The Miz and work. Shane are not going to win these titles. Uh, Correct. They, they've they've put a lot of work into getting this specific tag team over. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They're winning the titles. Uh-huh. They're winning the titles, Eddie, for sure. Eddie, what do you think about this angle with The Miz and Shane McMahon right now? I mean, as we all probably can speculate, this is uh, building up for, um, I would guess, WrestleMania maybe? Mm-hmm. But we know one is turning on the other. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Uh-huh. See, I didn't even think about Chicanery that. Oh, okay. afoot. Yeah, see, I mean, I, I was I was thinking, you know, along the lines like Shane and Miz would win the titles, and they would hold them on and defend the titles at WrestleMania, maybe against some... Crazy tag team. I, I have no idea. Well, that's a, but this is a good tag team. Go ahead. But you raise an interesting point. You think that maybe the tag team disintegrates before it becomes a real thing, huh? I think so. I think they're trying to build this uh, for them to uh, face each other. Man, it would be kind of interesting if they were the tag team champions and then faced each other. At, I would uh, love to see them. That would be great. With the titles. You, you could write, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. You, you could write that in and be like, it's, it's you know, it would make my father even more proud. You know, with the Miz saying, "You know, it would make my father even more proud if I beat the best wrestler in the world." Yeah. And Shane, you're the best wrestler in the world, yes. so I'm gonna have to beat you. The only the Very only bad thing about that is that that kind of uh, takes the tag team titles away for a little bit. Well, and it's a complete lie. I mean, Shane McMahon is clearly not the best wrestler ever. But to the Miz's dad, he is. Okay, fine, fine. You know. Fine. <laughs> And apparently to the Miz himself. He, I'm sorry for breaking the fourth wall here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, with, uh, you bring up an interesting point, Eddie. And now, 
I would love to see that. If they were holding the tag titles and faced each other at WrestleMania, or even faced each other at Elimination Chamber, I think it'd be great. It's pure yeah. gold. Yeah, this it could be Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I like that. And um, do we get uh, Shane jumping shamelessly off the oh, top of... Oh, we're getting a coast-to-coast for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting multiple coast-to-coasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's the tricky part of the card because I really don't know what's going to happen first because they could either do, uh, they could maybe do the Ronda, Rousey, Sasha Banks match next, mm-hmm. um, but they really need to figure out what they're going to do about like the, the Women's Royal Rumble and how that plays a part into the Oscar-Becky Lynch match. So I guess let's talk about the Ronda, Rousey, Sasha Banks match first and okay. then we kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I don't think that there's any shadow of doubt that Ronda Rousey is probably going to retain here, but 100%. I think that Sasha's going to make it look really, really good for Ronda. Sasha tends to make anybody who she's in the ring with look pretty pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, are we thinking farewell, Ronda? Like, these, we're preparing these two big matches, well, well, Sasha now and then... Maybe a loss at WrestleMania. You're, you're, uh, you're end of contract. You are you are helping with this breaking news here today. It, it's been it, it broke out today that uh, there is a possibility that WrestleMania will be Ronda Rousey's last appearance for WWE for a while, even though she's been around for only about a year now. Um, what basically set this off is the is the talk that maybe um, she's wanting to settle down and start having a family first before she continues anymore with her career in WWE, uh, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think that freaked a lot of people out thinking, oh, well, she's only been here for a year now. You know, why would she leave all of a sudden? I mean, that's that's her personal life as, as, yeah. as three yeah. males yeah. sitting here in this room and a fourth male uh, on the phone here with us here. I don't, I don't know if right. any of us are... <laughs> I don't know if any of us are biologically uh, We're not, re- reasonable no. Uh, no. enough to make this determination for no. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, uh, but well, I uh, mean, no matter no matter how you think about it, mm-hmm. um, to Ronda, you know, we we see her on TV performing, you know, every week, and yeah. and it's huge for us. But to Ronda, this is work. Yeah, this is work. You know, and so if if, uh, if she's wanting to to step aside and and start a family and you know take a step away from work because yeah. it's what it is. I don't knock her for that. I don't knock her for that at all. No, I, I I've also seen multiple reports that um, her, she has a contract with the WWE until 2021. That so. is, that's exactly right. Absolutely. So even if she did take a break, and I think this is what you're talking about here, Eddie, if she takes a break, she can still come back and still do WWE mm-hmm. up through 2021, right. or Vince may renegotiate with her, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so, uh, I mean, so we, we all on board here. Ronda Rousey's probably going to walk away with the title here, or do we think a, a, a title change is going to happen? I don't see any reason why there would be a title change I don't, at I mean, this point. It, it sort of puts the writing in a bad place because, obviously, if Sasha wins, you know, Ronda, you know, Ronda couldn't come back and beat her at WrestleMania and then vacate the title. Right. So it, it puts the it hamstrings the writing a little bit. Mm. Yeah, if, yeah, I agree. If Sasha does end up uh, getting the title right now, which, like I said, I don't think she will, um, and and then they do face each other at WrestleMania, it's it's just short run number thirty five for run Sasha, and, and way too many title transfers within a, a short amount of time. Mm. And uh, yeah, but they do it to Sasha. Even when it would be unfeasible. No, they're not gonna just change. Oh, Charlotte won. What Sasha just. 
Okay. Yeah. And it's like, go with it. Yeah. Yep. No, no. They keep freaking doing that. I completely agree. Um, which leads us to this Oscar Becky Lynch match. Now, now this one's been kind of interesting because it was initially announced way ahead of WrestleMania. It was like one of the first matches that they announced, and they kind of pulled it, and yeah. it wasn't listed on there anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of reintroduced it and was like, "Okay, yeah, this is happening. This gotcha. is still a match." Um, uh, so, uh, how this affects the women's Royal Rumble match? I, I know that when they put up the graphic on Raw for the women's Royal Rumble. I counted only 23 superstars on there. Okay. Uh, out, out of the 30 that they're going to have for the Women's Royal Rumble. So, like, where are you going with this? So, this could mean that. Um, one, of two, goes in? one of two things could happen. Either uh, you, you have Becky Lynch. She's probably. She's going to have to lose, in my opinion, but she's got to lose in a strong way, which means yeah. that there's going to have to be some shenanigans, perhaps. Mm hmm. Uh, I could see Charlotte coming out, and Charlotte could uh, disqualify Becky in the match. Maybe they do have some like some confrontation backstage segment between yeah. Becky and and Charlotte, where they remind each other, "Okay, well, you remember, I don't like you. Yeah, I don't like you. I don't like you. Yeah." yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe something Becky does uh, pisses off Charlotte. Charlotte comes out and DQs Becky mm-hmm. in this match here. Uh, Oscar retains, and then. You know, Becky uh, looks for some revenge later, perhaps. So I'm guessing we all got Oscar. Yeah, I've got Oscar. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's just way too soon. Right. Way too soon. It's been a predictable card so far, but I think this is where it kind of takes a turn here because I'm sure they'll do the Women's World Rumble next. Mm. And I know a lot of people had Charlotte as the odds on favorite. Uh, I mean, can. can, Let's, let's just kind of go in the round here. Can y'all think of anybody who might win the Women's Royal Rumble right out of the gate here? Other than Charlotte? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I mean... So you guys are giving Alexa Bliss no chance. Oh. Well, she did announce here, she's didn't, didn't she? She's getting Well, well give, us her, give us your take, Eddie. Let, 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 let's see what you got, man. I mean, um, I mean, obviously, I think Charlotte... I mean, she's the favorite to win. Uh-huh. Um, we don't. Do we know if Becky Lynch has a chance to get into this match? Well, that's what I'm thinking here too. Is is if you have Becky Lynch have her match with Oscar early in the card, that frees her up to also be in the Royal Rumble match, right? Because if she takes a loss to Oscar, then yeah, she could get into the Royal Rumble and possibly win it. Right. Um, I, I would have those. Three, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, or Charlotte Flair for mm-hmm. chances to win. No, those, those would be good. I mean, I could certainly see. Um, uh, he, here's what I thought, and, and, and I think it's been a while since we've seen this angle, but I think it'd be interesting. And you can play it out one of two ways. Uh, you could have Alexa Bliss, uh, Charlotte, and Becky maybe be the last three. That would be awesome. Uh, and maybe Alexa goes out, and it's Charlotte and Becky, and they have a war for ten minutes in the in the ring at the last part of the Royal Rumble, and they do a double elimination, so both have an equal say to to, to the claim of of having a championship shot, and maybe they talk it over and say, even though we're enemies, we both agree we both want to face Ronda at WrestleMania. Mm. That'd be that'd be good. Well, or. You could have a double elimination, and we think that Alexa's already been eliminated, but she's not. 
Mm. And Alexa goes. Oh, and Alexa wins. And Alexa goes back to SmackDown. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. And, and you know. I mean, you can still tie. You can still do promos to tie Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte back into the match with Ronda. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm going to say traditionally, um, <coughs> Royal Rumbles they don't necessarily uh, offer too many surprises. Um, no. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and go for some dark horses. Okay. I like personally here. I'm thinking, just for story wise. I mean, Ruby Riot. She's shown an ability to shoot a promo that you know can go any angle, mm. um, and definitely show that go getter heel type. And I Ember like Moon. Thing. Yeah, and Ember Moon is just. I like Ooh. Ember Moon. Ember Moon would be you know? uh, pretty interesting because you could play up that angle to where maybe she she faces Oscar. So. Yeah, and no longer a sidekick. Gonna do it for her, you know, for her people, you know, for her for her her friends, and yeah. just kind of step up to the plate. I mean, it's 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 about fifty fifty on Royal Rumbles, but that's kind of my surprise picks where you could look at that crop of up and coming, uh, you know. Uh, wrestlers and uh, I just I want to see Mickey James last a long time, but that's a, for a different reason. But you know what I'm saying? It's interesting, Jira. <laughs> interesting take there. Her wrestling skills. Yeah, yeah. She's They're a great. good wrestler. She is a great wrestler. She is. She, that is very true. She, she is a great wrestler. That's true. Stephen, any any departing thoughts on the women's <laughs> Royal Rumble before, uh, before we all have the image of Mickey James and Burns and Dork? Uh, We're so, off the rails. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. Uh, so I, I want to also throw another dark horse in this match, and, and I want to go with Nikki Cross. Oh, now, oh wow. me personally, not a big fan. However, <laughs> okay. okay, explain. However, however, she is just coming up to the main roster. Oh, I like her though. I like her. What better I way? Like her. What better way to really get some? Get some uh, heat or mm. or a big push into the main roster. Mm. I like her style. The, the the character she did in NXT, I really like that style. Mm. So 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 nobody has Nia Jax then. Well, I was no, going to no, say Nia Jax, but I didn't want to get into a fight. You know what I mean? I didn't want to. That's if you've seen the last episodes. You know what I mean? We're kind of. <laughs> We're kind of divided. I will. I, I will not apologize for not. <laughs> I refuse. I stand wholeheartedly on everything I've said about her. Yeah. Here at Headlock Talk, we apologize when we mean it. I'm not apologizing if I don't mean. It. Yep, exactly. exactly. I mean every word I've said about Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia. So uh, Jay Rai has your back. Yeah. Uh, you, you just don't need to do that, man. You signed off your name to the wrong places. Uh, so let's see. Uh, did you, did we get yours, Eddie? Who you, you think Alexa? Um, I mean, I, I gotta go with Charlotte, but Charlotte. I'd like to yeah. see. Um, I I'd like to see Alexa Bliss. Interesting. Alexa's not a bad pick. I did I not. Like I did not really see that one coming. And yeah, she I'll could like, pull like the that. whole heel thing and hide. Yep. Yep. And straight. Molly walked somebody over that uh, <laughs> over that rope. 
you know, it's a vi- it's a very good shout. I do like that pick. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, we're coming up fast and furious here towards the end of the card. We've got the new Daniel Bryan versus the real AJ Styles, or at least that's how they've been adverting it recently. That, that is kind of interesting uh, that, that they're the same person, but 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 new, new and and <laughs> real, real, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. And AJ Styles actually has a very similar uh, thing to Seth Rollins right now, where um, yeah. they they wanted to see the real AJ Styles and and the the real Seth Rollins right. and, and whatever. And uh, it, it's kind of just a strange angle, in my opinion, because uh-huh. it's like they're they're trying to make it seem like they're going for this transformation, but it nothing really changes. They're no. just kind of a little bit rougher and a little bit harder but that's it and, yeah. and they're both weird in the sense that heel or face they carry the same type of personality it's like the same demeanor. and it works right, right. but it's it's like the same person mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I really just one's mad and one's not uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean at this point even with Daniel Bryan being a heel I mean he's probably one of the most over people on SmackDown, if not the most over person on I mean, SmackDown. He's over with me. I love Dan. Probably only withholding Becky Lynch yeah. here, you know. Right. But, um, so I'm going to go with Dan O'Brien. I, I think that he he takes it away here. They can, they're going to have another great match like what they had at TLC, which was yeah. really really special. They might even be able to top it here for this one. You know, since it'll be they've been doing this matches on the. Um, uh, on the house show circuit for a while, I, th- I think they're going to pull off something really special here. Um, this will probably open up the door, in my opinion, to doing Daniel Bryan versus one of two options, in my opinion. If we are correct in that Aleister Black comes up to the main roster, I think it's possible that maybe they'll give him a really big push on SmackDown, and uh, you know he'll, you know, Daniel Bryan will be cutting all these promos about what's wrong with the world and fickle. Fickle, you know, <laughs> fickle this, and you're fickle that. Yeah, and fickle, pickle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but eventually, Daniel Bryan, even for all of his, you know, calling out of people, even he has to answer to the devil. Mm. So I think mm. I think that's where Alistair Black comes in. That I mean, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about that other than yes, please. I, I also think that they could possibly spin it because there's a certain Mr. Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. who has been uh, who, who has a a pinfall victory over Daniel Bryan. Yes, I think if you'd had the proper uh, number one contendership before uh, contendership match before WrestleMania, you could really play that up as part of a storyline. Hey, I've got a pinfall victory over you. You know, mm-hmm. like. It, and I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. You you used to call yourself the underdog. Yeah. I'm the underdog in this one here, and I've got a victory over you. Yeah. So any man can win on this uh, on his day. And See, I like both yeah. of those. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a huge Alistair Black fan, so I would love for the first scenario to happen. But Mustafa Ali, fantastic as well. So I, I think either one uh, would be a, a really good, really good uh, match. Both would be great. Let me let me throw this at you guys. I what do y'all think about? I mean. Daniel Bryan is most likely going to win, but what if uh, Randy Orton came in and uh, RKO'd out of nowhere um, AJ Styles and set that up for maybe WrestleMania? Ooh, AJ oh, versus Randy Orton. Oh, yes, that's that just that's that's just top booking right there. Yeah. I mean, that's just we don't even need a raisin. You could have put him in those, the ring. You could have one of those really cool shots where AJ goes up for the phenomenal forearm. He slams yes. off the ropes and then right into an RKO. Oh, that would oh, be awesome. If you play the camera oh, angles correctly, it could be like 
Oh, man. Super balling. Yeah. One, yeah. I'm going to go conventional here, and I'm going to say go against the, the curve here. And I'm going to say oh. AJ Styles wins. Really? Um, oh, wow. Because the electricity this could bring with a rematch at WrestleMania, maybe an Elimination Chamber match that, you know, um, is close, but AJ retains, and then we get the big build-up to WrestleMania, and then maybe, you know, post-WrestleMania is always a fresh start, mm-hmm. you know, and then AJ Styles just carries that thing further, and Daniel Bryan, you know, does something else or See, like is well. in the mix. So you, you'd want to keep propping up for another AJ-Daniel Bryan match at WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. I'm making it a trilogy or, or a four fight. I mean, I just think this is a great, you know, these are two great is, uh, wrestlers, great and this is a great feud, mm-hmm. and I, Daniel Bryan's heel work is some of the best, Yeah, uh, and people forget that, uh, some of his best work, and people forget that the yes chance came from his work as a heel mm-hmm. with the no chance. He was so good as a heel mm-hmm. that when he said no, people said yes, yep. And it just generated so much heat that when he turned face, he just went with right. the yes. Right. So, I mean, he literally created a, a face movement that mm-hmm. he ended up using as a face from his work as a heel. So, he just, I you know, uh, I find it hilarious how he gets people riled up. He, he starts talking about, you know... GMO and and health yeah, and it, food it, it, and it, people go boo yeah. and they just get like what do you think dude he's literally trolling you and you get why are you offended yeah yeah I mean but it's just great I mean it's just a like he's 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 a he he he's he's, he's so wonderful he's wonderful yes. yeah he yeah. Car- he caricatures a heel you know what I mean almost in a a jokey way but it's satirical mm. and it, people just bite yeah, yeah you know well, what I mean because it, it's definitely a, a live I probably bite too though yeah because it's like seeing a comedy show like you know when a comedian tells his jokes to the live audience right. it's like he's just talking to them well, I mean, so it's like when he gets like that he just comes out of nowhere about this rant about consumerism right, and it's right. like what the <laughs> but, but, but that but that really is who he is. Like that's an amplified version of what Daniel Bryan really actually believes. I love you know, it. Which, I is, love which it. is interesting. Uh there there was something funny I heard about um I, I know we mentioned uh, some other podcasts earlier, but I, I I remember hearing something about PETA being somewhat upset about Daniel Bryan because he's a vegan, but he has this belt made of leather. Yeah. And mm. I think he made an offhand comment once, maybe this was a couple years back, that he would maybe re Restrap the the belt and make it made of oh, hemp, right. hemp instead of leather. I think <laughs> I think a hemp belt would be cool, an all natural, organic hemp, GMO free belt. Daniel Bryan, do this. Hemp belt, do it. Hashtag hemp belt. Do I just please. had a hemp gummy. There you go. There you go. There you go. Do it. Uh, so uh, we've got two matches left here. I'm a well, well. Let's let's throw it as the men's Royal Rumble first. Mm. Okay. okay, this will be tough. This is a tough one. This is gonna it be is tough. This, this is this, this is, is tough. tough. So let's kind of run down the list here. We've got r Truth, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe. John Cena was listed for the match. He got hurt, though. Uh, Storyline, he got hurt. Um, I don't know if he'll still be in it, but we'll we'll wait and see. 
Um, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade. Uh, used to be Andrade Cien Almas, but I guess they shortened his name now. We've got Mustafa Ali is in here, <clears throat> Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. Uh, so those are the ones that are announced so far. Uh, I mean, uh, there sounds like there's still a lot more room for other participants in this match. Maybe some surprises. Mm. I would really like to see that. Uh, guys, let's kind of go on the round, see what you think, how this is going to play out, uh, what winners you have <coughs> listed for this here. Uh, uh, what, what, what do we think, guys? I don't, um, I mean... Does anybody stand out to you? I mean, I'd like to Drew see... Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I'd like to see... And it goes into our next prediction, but I'd like to see a McIntyre Baylor feud. Um, you know, that's something. Um, it's a tough one. I mean, I'd like to see Lashley. Um, I'd like to see Mustafa. Oh, I really like Lashley. Yeah. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. That'd be but really who, good. With who, though? Vince not going to prove too small dudes. If Mustafa Ali would probably go against Daniel Bryan, I would yeah. predict yeah. because he, yeah. the story would still be like, I've got a victory over you. I mm-hmm. know I can beat you. Even though yeah. I'm the underdog, yeah. I, I've got that win under my belt. Especially <laughs> if uh, if Daniel Bryan does end up you know, retaining the, the championship, that could definitely set that up. True, true. I almost feel like, you know, <clears throat> that's something they can do without Mustafa winning. That's very true. Also, yeah, you know, I mean, Drew Drew McIntyre could also have whatever his pickings are. I know that um, initially, towards the beginning of the year, uh, I mean, we're still at the beginning of the year, I guess, but there was a lot of discussion over whether or not it would be um, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre against Brock Lesnar. For the title, or maybe Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. I think that it could. I mean, uh, Braun Strowman's not in the title picture anymore, but uh, yeah. I think Drew versus Brock could be interesting for WrestleMania. Uh, two two big guys uh, colliding in a mean. Two guy match. big guys. There's a lot of beef in this room. A lot of beef in this room. Damn it, Vince. Got. <laughs> That, that was probably my favorite moment of Raw for a, in a long, long time. That is my favorite Vince McMahon <laughs> quote of all time. Just, just look around right because it sounds, like he's, Finn, it sounds like Finn, he's. It sounds like you think you can handle himself. all this beef. It, it sounds like he's uh, making fun of himself, but oh. that was a real thing that he said on Raw. Total <laughs> caricature of himself. Total. Um, well, I, I'm gonna uh, say. Okay. Um, Royal Rumble is typically for the men specifically are about that guy that goes in and earns it and sort of is trying to get sort of getting his coming of age so I, I'd love to see Lashley um, get his coming of age uh, at this one I would love to see I mean, they, they've done a little run building him up um, but the problem is I think he just won a belt didn't he yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's the current intercontinental yeah, just champion won a belt, mm-hmm. so. the almighty yeah. Bobby Lashley almighty Almighty, the Woo-hoo. Almighty Bobby Lashley. So there, that goes. So, so Steven, yes, you're gonna you gonna go with Mustafa Ali. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go Mustafa Ali. J. Raw. This is a tough one. I need, I need your I'm, final I'm, pick. I'm gonna have to say Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Just because you know he's a guy that can. I mean, if you have a guy in there that can believably break, you know, any, you know, toss, you know. Personality to ring, you know, elimination record, plus has the mic skills and is already sort of in that next man up, you know, um, uh, mode. 
just go with it. I mean, I don't think it's it's, it's not a model that's been that's been broke. Mm-hmm. No need to fix it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's you know that's what I'm thinking. I mean, these things typically don't go the dream version way, which is why Reigns got so scrutinized for two years undeservedly. I'm not gonna rant, but. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie? Are you sticking with Yeah, I'm going to have to go with J-Raw on this one. Okay. Uh, it's looking like they're building up Drew McIntyre. So, I mean, seeing him at WrestleMania, I mean, I, I'm not in favor of it, but I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> after much debate, I've, I've thought about this. For weeks, and, and I, I, I had to make a decision today. So here, I want to make it podcast official. Uh-oh. My pick for the Royal Rumble 2019 is our truth. No, I'm just <laughs> dance uh, break. <laughs> uh, no, I mean for for me, it, it can be none other than Seth Rollins. I think that this oh. is this is the culmination oh. of a year of hard work paying off. He, he's he's announced it. He's claimed it. Uh, I, I think that the plan was for a long, long time to make it him versus Brock because you could have you could tell a really good story there. Uh, but I really do think okay, that it's so, going to be the one who's going to come out on top here with this match. So with that pick, give me your last three. Who um, does he get up out of that box? It'll be uh, I'm going to go with it'll McIntyre be and Drew, Lashley. Drew McIntyre. I'm gonna, yeah, sure. probably Drew McIntyre, and I'll. Uh, Mm, ooh, you could make it really fun and make it Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose, uh, and make it make it two guys who like he's that. had to kind of overcome over I the like last that. month and get them both out. Yeah, is Strowman not in the Rumble? Uh, that's a good question. They they took him off of the entire card. It seems uh-huh. uh, now I don't know if that means that he's not in the Rumble because there's definitely not 30 participants here listed on the Wikipedia page. So it is possible that maybe Braun Strowman wins the Royal Rumble. And I'm hearing, you know, rumors that he's out of favor with management. I mean, he had a really ghastly... he destroyed the limo. Yeah, he destroyed destroyed the limo. I was going to say, he he had a really ghastly promo on Raw with uh, Brock Lesnar a few weeks back where he kind of muffed his lines. Oh, no. Yeah, that... Vince don't take too. Vince to Bill Belichick when it comes to that boy. Yeah, so sometimes you want to get become a jobber. Yeah, I mean, screw up your lines. I mean, and, and I and I think that either way you cut it, if 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 it's Seth that wins, uh, you could really build it a good match between either of the next two gentlemen here, and what I think will probably be the main event, the closer of the of the night, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the WWE Universal Championship. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation here, uh, especially with the new shakeups and everything going on here. It's of my opinion, and this is just my opinion, the last domino to fall if you're going to do a shakeup would be to take the title off of Brock Lesnar. That, yeah. that, that would be yeah. really shaking things up here. I think that ultimately you can still have Brock be at WrestleMania. Um, and I think a Finn Balor victory here would not only be great for the fans... But I think it would build a, a, and also a really good match with lots of intangibles with Seth Rollins making it a callback to the first Universal Championship match mm. that we ever had. Now, one thing I'll say, <clears throat> like you said in the beginning, 
looking at this card, there is a ton of predictability. Now, one thing I yeah. will say with the writing, you know, with what Vince has done and WWE has done, whenever this happens, something huge happens. Yeah. And so, for that, I'm excited. But yes, uh, I think this is the time to take the belt from Lesnar. And Balor has so many options for competitors, yeah. you know, that it's time that that belt becomes full-time. You, you, you get a refresh yeah. here. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree with y'all. Um, I, my uh, opinions of Brock Lesnar are, are no uh, secret. <laughs> of no. I'm, I'm not a fan. They're actually very clearly public record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and that being said, no secret know, and pretty clear. AEW coming out soon and, uh, you know, they need to push Finn Balor. If they want to keep him, yeah, and so with him using winning the universal title for a second time, uh, I, I think that would definitely go a long way in cementing him in, in WWE. Um, and then uh, I just want to see Brock Lesnar lose because I don't like him. <laughs> well, well, there's <laughs> Steve there's, that. there's that. <laughs> there's that. So, Eddie, give us your takes here on, on this year. What, what, what do you think is um, going to happen here in this match? This match, I'm on the fence about because. Um, I mean, a lot of people are saying Brock Lesnar is actually going to win and retain the title. Yep. Going wow. to WrestleMania. So, yep. I mean, obviously, I want the shakeup. I want Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, I think that makes more sense. I, I think so, too. From I, a fan standpoint, yeah. absolutely. But I don't understand why this is a shakeup. A freaking part timer has held the belt for. Longer than Vince I can remember you, after taking this hemp gummy. Yeah, no, Thank you for saying but, that. But, but see, Eddie brings a good point, though. Vince loves Brock Lesnar. And for some reason, even yeah. though Vince loves his money more, for whatever reason, he loves giving it to Brock. He does. Yeah. You know, uh, That's and, his Tony Romo for Jerry and, 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 and Brock loves taking that money. Yeah. I um, would, too. So, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, either way you cut it, if is um, I mean Brock winning here, I could totally see it happening. I unfortunately um, can as well. Yeah, I mean he would, uh, but he, <sighs> he especially picked out this match because he he says he's been wanting to work with Finn Balor for a long, long time. That's nice. And and I think it, it makes sense if if you had Brock versus Braun again, um, I think you have another one of these slower big guy matches yeah. where if you have a smaller guy like what we've seen previously, I can name all three names right now. Brock versus CM Punk, Brock versus AJ Styles, and Brock versus Daniel Bryan, all which have happened within the last decade. All of those matches were really good because they were a smaller guy who could run and jump yeah. and bounce off of Brock and really. Didn't, didn't you mention uh, Brock possibly if uh, Seth Rollins? About that. Yeah, Brock versus Seth would be a great match too. I think. Yeah. That, I mean, Brock versus Seth at WrestleMania would would have a lot of great storyline going into it as well. Um, you know, I mean, there, there, there's obviously the callback to Seth gave Brock the curb stomp at 31 uh, when he cashed in Money of the Bank and right. did the heist of the century. You know, uh, yeah. so I mean, there's an unfinished story there. I, I think that there's also the the story of uh, I, I like that. Uh, did y'all ever catch that UFC fight? It was Brian Ortega taking on uh, Max Holloway. Uh, I believe uh, so. A few months I back. Watched. That was a it was a great fight, and I really liked the build up because it pitted um, uh, Max Holloway, who is this champion who's faced adversity, 
throughout yeah, his career. Who, who, he, he fought a beast of a man and Jose Aldo to win the title. Yep. Just like what Finn Balor would have to do with Brock Lesnar here against a guy who's coming off one of the biggest years of his career, just like Brian Ortega did in Seth Rollins, who's coming off of one of the biggest you know years of his career. Those two colliding would make a great a great match. But again, you've got a lot of backstory and storytelling you do with Seth and, and Brock at the same time. So it, my head says Brock, my heart says Finn. It's, it's yeah. really close. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm thinking Finn here, man. I mean, yeah, this is it's great writing, like you said, from climbing that mountain, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, and, and like you said, that this would be the the final nail in the coffin, so to speak, on the shakeup. What what better way to shake up than to you know change shake the, it up? The, the yeah, shake it up. The, it, it's the last domino to fall. Yeah, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we all agree. Good deal. Well, gentlemen, any final thoughts on the Royal Rumble card here? A- anything that you would like to see or anything that... Uh, uh, I'm surprised nobody said Kenny Omega as a surprise entrant. Nobody wanted to name no, Kenny. I, 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 one can, can only hope, but I mean... Going to AEW? Yeah. Okay. No, that no, no one, one match, one night no. kind of deal? I would love no, it. I would be great, right? It, it would that not would, happen. That would be yeah, a... That would be a $1.5 million match, bro. Yeah, seriously. Hey, a $1.5 million he gets spot. Paid, he gets paid. Yeah. He gets paid. He gets paid. That's why I say, okay. I would love to see. Well, I'm just saying, the cost. That's a surprise. I can't the, even say that. The cost to just show his face would well, be what, what if number 30 comes out, we think it's R-Truth, R-Truth's music plays, and then the spotlight goes there, and it's just R-Truth laying on the ground, and then the, the arena goes black out. Uh-huh. And then the lights come back on, and it's Kenny. Kenny Omega. See, it'd be funny oh, if Kenny yeah, Omega was dressed up as our truth. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but, but that would be, dance you know, break. Dance, a dance break. break. <laughs> but you know that, you know, like I said, that would have to be proof of a signing. But like I said, yeah. with uh, yeah. with writing this potentially predictable, I'm excited to see the unpredictability because again. One thing Vince and WWE are good at is when you think they, you know, you know what they're about to do, they do something right. completely different. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Well, and they're all about people power now. So let's 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 see them listen to the fans and see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Well, they better be because AEW. It's is around coming. the corner, man. You, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful, WWE. So is everybody uh, excited about this year's Royal Rumble? Oh, absolutely. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Oh, both, yeah. both cards this weekend, NXT and Royal Rumble, are going to be great. Like, oh, yeah. They're both really, really good. Yeah. Definitely I'm, coming up on a really nice weekend. And I'm excited to see this sandwich. I really hope that they put <laughs> that they, that they hand the camera over to this Royal Rumble sandwich that they're having. It's <laughs> some kind of shout out. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> no, I'm excited, man. This is going to be interesting. The, the sandwich or the Rumble? The Rumble. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, match of the weekend is going to be Brock Lesnar, Finn Balor. I'm calling it. Uh-huh, okay. Brock versus okay. Finn's match of the weekend. Okay. I'm, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm personally going to go with Ricochet Gargano's match of the weekend. Right on. That's definitely going to be a good one. I like Oscar yeah. Besky, Becky Lynch. Mm. Eddie? Eddie? I'll go with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Oh, right oh good man. All four group, really good matches. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of them. Yeah. No, not at all. 
Right. Eddie, Eddie, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, sir. When will we hear from you again? Thank you guys for having me. Um, you know, I, I can come on when you guys are uh, reviewing pay-per-views. We can throw out our predictions. You know, I'm a fan of the show. Awesome, man. Awesome. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe next week when we do a recap of the Royal Rumble uh, and uh, NXT shows, maybe we'll, we'll give you a call and see, see what you're doing. Do you want to plug anything real quick, like your Twitter page or Facebook or anything like that? The only person I want to plug right now is Jay Ra. I put him on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm responsible for him in his career, so that's, that's it. We're about to get a famous Dex Soldier Boy <laughs> situation here to our audience that knows how that went down. About to have my fists up on the on audio podcast. J. Rod's turning heel on us. Oh, man. I've, I've, I've seen this coming for quite some time now. Tanner and Steven, it's been a uh, pleasure. It's been a pleasure, sir. Nice, yes, sir. nice meeting you. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to have you back on the show very, very soon to, to give us definitely. a recap on this, okay? Yes, all right. Thanks, Eddie. Uh, have, goodbye. Have a good evening. Good night, Eddie. All right. All right. Yeah, take Peace. care. Peace. Gentlemen, any final thoughts for the evening? Any final uh, uh, predictions, wish lists, anything else that you want to get off your chest before we close out tonight? I can't wait. This week is going to be great. There's, one, there's a lot of good wrestling coming up. One thing I wanted to cover, if um, Vonda is going to take a break here, which is respectable and understandable, mm-hmm. completely understand, um, ha- having a history in golf and my background being in golf, I remember when Lorena Ochoa stepped away um, and actually retired for <laughs> the whole. No, I'm sorry, I, that was rude of me. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. She uh, she stepped away. Uh, if you guys know her, uh, great golfer. Stepped away at the height of her powers to raise a family. Oh. Um, and it was just an amazing thing, but. If this is to be our swan song, at least for, you know, uh, a while here after WrestleMania, maybe a year or so, because uh, she is signed a long time, um, her, she's starting to understand the tradition of wrestling and her work shoot, work shoot, work, where she talked about how she's starting to see the true colors of Sasha and went on a lengthy Instagram post just calling it out mm. is what wrestling's all about and I'm glad she's starting to get it get that stupid look off your face <laughs> but I'm glad she's starting to get it a bit and mm. starting to you know um, and I think you know where she should she get extended and you know when she comes back from her hi- hiatus you know um, or potential hiatus you know I just think I look forward to seeing the growth because sure. <laughs> it's 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 coming along. Yeah, so. definitely, and you can already see that now. Yeah, she, she's already come a long way. So yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm certainly excited for this weekend. We've got two great events going on here. Uh, yeah, peace and love, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening to episode four of Headlock Talk. Episode four. Again, you can full find, sequence. You can find us on iTunes. Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And and don't mind sharing. If you know a wrestling fan, 
definitely uh, hit them up with a with a link to uh, to one of our sources there, either iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or YouTube. Uh, it, it, any uh, any feedback is always appreciated. Or, of course, if you have listener questions, we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, hit us up at headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, it's headlocktalk at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase. Or whatever, man. I mean, this is all cool. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> we, we, yeah, we would certainly love to hear from you guys yeah. as listeners. Uh, maybe we'll do some live tweeting or some live social media during the Royal Rumble and uh, see what you guys think. Uh, maybe uh, look out for some polls for us. So, uh, all right, well, uh, guys, thank you all for listening. And all I have to say is, Stephen, take us away. Kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home. Lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95.